Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the first, the premiere, the all-new, all-shiny, Geeking Poetic presents the Geeking Squad podcast. Woo! Yeah! Everybody at home is like, who cares? (laughs) What's going on, everybody? I am one of your three hosts. I am Larry Roberts. Across the table from me is none other than... Vito. And then, of course, we are rounded out by the always awesome, the always looking at me cross <laughs> with, with a doubting look as, as she is right now. It is none other than Megan Guess. And what we are doing is um, we are all part of the Geeking Poetic, uh, whatever you want to call it, the network. Geeking Poetic is, it's an idea. It is. <laughs> it is, uh, you it's know. It's a life. Yeah. <laughs> it's a meaning. Geeking Poetic is basically like the big umbrella sort of uh, brand or whatever it is that we operate under. And some of you may have already seen and heard our various podcasts and videos on YouTube and all that stuff. Basically, we thought it would be really good to just, once and for all, let's just do a proper all-encompassing show right just like mm-hmm. a proper podcast we're not we're not going to just specifically talk only about one kind of thing or try not fall too far down a rabbit hole on this show <laughs> yeah you're laughing at me because you know i'll do that that never happens <laughs> <laughs> um so that this is just going to kind of be like the uh the flagship show also the reason why we call this the geeking squad is because for a little while now, this was the brainchild of Megan over here, actually. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> For a little while now, we have been uh, running and facilitating a really fun, cool, informative group on Facebook called the Geeking Squad. It's pretty much open to whoever wants to join. Yep, whoever wants to join, just... just- Send us an invite and we'll approve it. Yeah. Invite all your friends. Right. As long as you don't act like a complete asshole. Then we'll boot you. Yeah. (laughs) Thankfully, knock on wood, we have not had that issue as of yet. No. By some small miracle, but. Yeah. We will. If we need to, we will give you the boot. But yeah, we, we just thought it would be cool because the great thing about the Geeking Squad is that it's a bunch of people who get together and we just post and talk about all things that are kind of geeky, you know, like, I mean, that's the whole point of geeking poetic is that we have segments where we talk about toys. We talk about sci-fi shows. We talk about like, gosh, all sorts of stuff, weird uh, conspiracies and mysteries of the universe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just every level of stuff that, you know, guys that, you know, have glasses that are taped together. I'm looking in your direction, Vito. Yes, I broke my glasses this week. So, <laughs> and how did you fix them? Uh, there's electrical tape on the, uh, on the side there, but every time I like move, it just extends. So right. they're pretty much worthless, and it's giving me headaches because they're not calibrated correctly to my face anymore. <laughs> so I'm end up probably just throwing these out pretty soon. And- yeah. It's been a rough week, huh? Yeah, it's been a rough week. So, I mean, yeah, so we are complete and utter geeks, if you haven't figured that out. We are big-time nerds for the stuff we're into, and we just thought it would be cool to uh, share it with everybody. So we started the Geeking Squad. We've got a bunch of regulars in there. You know, we can start driving it. You know, George is awesome. Danny's awesome. Dave's awesome. There's just tons of people. Andrew. Angie. Angie. Yeah, there's a bunch of people, you know, that that post in there and uh, share stuff. 
And we thought that this show would be an awesome opportunity for us to basically talk about all the stuff that we, at least the most notable stuff that's caught our attention throughout the week or the last few weeks or whatever. You know, because unfortunately we don't really have another outlet for that if we do a podcast or a, or a video or something where we're talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger or, you know, Star Wars or something like we have in the past, and then somebody posts some, like, real cool article about UFO sightings or something, we don't have a vehicle to really be able to talk about that. So, here we go. We've got... We've made one. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just it was just about time, you know, we said, uh, it's, a, it's about time that it was about time <laughs> to... Uh, I was going to get that in there no matter what. Should have waited all night for that one. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But I just thought that, uh, yeah, we all talked about it and said, yeah, man, let's just do a show where we just talk and just shoot the shit. Just shoot some squad shit. (laughs) With a squad tripod. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) We're going to get real annoying with just rhyming squad with everything. It's what we do. (laughs) Before we uh, get into any like particular topics, I think one of the things we're going to probably start things off with is just talk about like stuff uh, that's been going on more specifically lately, things that have personally or just things we've seen, and I think we are going to be calling that segment. What's shaking, bacon? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so I mean, what is shaking? Uh, I know there was something that was brought up in the squad earlier that you, that's got yeah, you that, a little... Yeah, that got mixed feelings all the way around, man. Well, I a lot of people are not happy about this <laughs> and I am a little I'm on the fence I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic about this whole sequel sequel 35 years later of labyrinth and I fucking love love labyrinth so I don't know I don't know how do you how do you do this without David Bowie yeah I, I mean, mean if that, as like, that dude's you, dead right Wow. Holy fuck, Vito! Really? <laughs> As you're gonna find out, folks, if you're not already familiar with uh, with the three of us, man, I, the oh espe- esp- all of us do it, but especially these two are gonna be so. <laughs> <laughs> they're so guilty of just not being aware. For as geeky as we are, there are certain things that are just uh, you're facts like facts are not my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes, Jesus Christ, I know that. <laughs> yeah, and when it comes to Vito knowing about like current pop culture stuff, like keeping track of that kind of thing, like people that are dead and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he doesn't know. No. Not a clue. And I'm not like a David Bowie fan either. Yeah, well, so. that's another one of your fucking Sorry. feelings. So Sorry. anyway, <laughs> yes, he died. Yeah, so. As I was saying, <laughs> as like, do what is their angle here? Are they going to make it another musical? I mean, who else? Who would they get to fill Bowie's shoes? Or are they going to take it a whole different direction and just make it a movie? Or is it more to the point? Who are they going to get to fill Bowie's pants? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because oh yeah, <laughs> was he stuffing in the, in the labyrinth? Stuffing oh, he didn't. Muffin. I didn't know if he <laughs> stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see what I got to deal with here, folks. This squad pod. <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, Vito, you're not very familiar with Labyrinth, right? No. Okay, so uh, do, we don't have the action figure here, do we? We did. There yeah, he's, he's up right top. Here. Okay. Yeah, you, they, well, they kind of tamed it down for the action figure, but I mean, very famously throughout. It was in our. Teaser, I remember I zoomed in teaser. on it. Real right, close, yeah. <laughs> very famously, he wore some very 
revealing tight pants throughout most of the movie with clearly no underwear or jock or anything like that. So it was just all dick. Yeah. <laughs> all thinly veiled dong. And uh, and yeah, I mean, a lot of girls Megan's age, you know, I think it was kind of like an awakening for them. It was. It really fucking was. If anybody ever wondered like, what why. What the fuck is that? Yeah. If anybody ever wondered why Megan, Megan has such an affinity for pickles. <laughs> now we know where that all stemmed from. That's my bacon right there. <laughs> That's what's shaking. <laughs> shaking my bacon. My gosh. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of people they can get to play the part. I mean, is it going to be the same? I think so much of the allure, because that, here's the thing about that movie. That movie didn't do very well when it came out. No, it didn't. It's more of a underground underground thing, yeah. Thing. And now, I mean, it's kind of mainstream like it's very popular because little kids rented it back in the 80s and stuff and now you're right. all adults and so it's it's gotten some legs since then. As uh, legs and wiener. <laughs> yes, I knew that's coming. <laughs> this is Don Groove legs now. <laughs> <laughs> that dick grew legs. <laughs> you got new legs, Mr. Dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're off to a great start with the first episode. Um, We're just giving them a solid idea. <laughs> Emphasis on solid. We're just, I'm just trying to be stern and stiff with you, okay? You know, so much of the allure of that movie were those songs and were, and was Bowie. Mm -hmm. That being said, it's not like it's the first time somebody's replaced a major character. I mean, you look at like how Heath Ledger took over Joker. the Joker, and whereas yeah. prior to that, everybody had, you know, thought that who could top Jack Nicholson? Nobody. Well, that we'll save that debate for another for another uh, show. Actually, that's going to have its own debate. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking about Batman soon on another on another show on the in the uh, Geeking Poetic Network. But in, in, and seriously though, I mean, like we've seen that a lot of people adapt to it. Whether you will or not, I don't know. I can't I can't off the top of my head automatically think of somebody that I'm like, oh, that would be the guy. Like, right. That person yeah, could do it. That's what I'm it. having a trouble with is who. I, I can't even come up with one name. I don't know. I mean, they'd really have to do this person up to to fill his pants. What? If, yeah. What if they took somebody that famously was like like a Liam Neeson or something? Because you know he's supposedly very famously as like quite the package. Or Tom Jones or something. You know. Yeah, that's not mm -hmm. unusual. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All I know is if Tom Jones, if Tom Jones' old ass comes out in those tight pants and a wig, and then and uh, and some like you know forty eight year old Jennifer Connelly standing there, and all of a sudden he throws open the doors and he's like, "What's new, pussycat?" I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see how they do this. I want to see it just just to be able to see it. I may hate it. Who knows? I may love it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, baby. I don't know. That's how I feel about the Robocop <clears throat> remake that came out a few years ago. I thought yeah. it was going to suck, and I actually like really fucking like that movie. Yeah. Okay. So, hmm. you never know. So, there's some hope. And it, the, who was the director of the one that did Doctor Strange? And that's yeah. That's a great movie. A lot of effects and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, <laughs> it's, that's promising. The director that's been lined up is Scott Derrickson. He did Doctor Strange. He also did... He's... Man... 
it's interesting too because he's got such a diverse palette mm-hmm. of you know or, or resume rather you know he did Doctor Strange he did the Exorcism of Emily Rose mm-hmm. which is really cool okay. I don't know if you've ever seen that Never one heard oh, of that, that. yeah that was a good movie um he did Sinister oh I like that movie yeah he did Sinister he did the remake of the Day the Earth Stood Still well Keanu Reeves yes and uh, Deliver Us from Evil. I'm trying to think which one that is. It's a is. horror movie, right? Yeah, well, it sounds like it, but I don't recall. I'm probably going to smack myself and go, oh, of course I know what that is. I guess it's being produced by Lisa Henson, okay, Jim Henson's daughter, and Brian Henson's also going to co-produce it, and the co-writer for Guardians of the Galaxy, Nicole Perlman, is supposed to be writing the script for it. Yeah, this looks more and more promising. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. What happens? What else is shaking bacon? Yeah. Anything new going on? Anything cool, Vito? <laughs> Besides your... <laughs> Vito's like, God. Other than rain and flooding basements and... Yeah, that's... Yeah, this week has been a total bust for me, man. Mm-hmm. I've been basically just patching up my basement floor, installing new gutter downspouts, and rewatching the TV show Lost. Really? Dude, do you I know? I forgot how fucking amazing that show is. Okay, you ready for this? Mm. I've never watched one episode, dude. I know. I've never watched one episode either. <laughs> I never watched it when it was when it aired on TV. I watched it actually. I was really sick one year, so I watched like the first two seasons back to back over like a course of three days. And now that's exactly what I'm doing now, and it's such a fantastic show. You guys should check it. It's on Amazon. Uh, I, okay, I Prime. Yeah, it's it's free, but you have to watch ads every. 10 15 minutes oh, but yeah, it's like 30 fine. seconds yeah, you know fine. yeah it's like I, watching on on normal tv you know mm-hmm. i've had access to it for a while now but the problem is i'm one of those people that would rather when wait till one of those shows is done and then like okay now i'll watch I it because i'll just binge it kind of thing the thing that's worn me off of it is that i heard from so many people they were like man it was another one of those like jump the shark kind of things where the end was just yeah. such a letdown <clears throat> Yeah, the end. Yeah, dude, the first three or four seasons is where it's at. Okay, it's like a six-season show, if I remember correctly. So last two seasons are kind of it's just weird. Like I don't think they knew how to end it, even though they said they did, and then mm-hmm. they just threw something out there, and it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think they. Yeah, from I think a lot of these shows do that, man. I think I. I'm sorry. I mean, I just and if they did, it's one of those things where I would give them more credit if they say, "Yeah, we we just didn't know how to end it, and so yes, we just had to come up with yeah, something." Yeah. As opposed to if they're like, "No, no, 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 this is what we intended," because I'm like, "Dude, then you suck, man," <laughs> because that was not a good ending. That was a bad idea. But how far along are you in it? That you right now, like second, halfway through second season. But I've seen the whole show. Okay, I might have skipped episodes in the last couple seasons though okay but i'm remembering stuff that i don't remember because i didn't watch this until like seven years ago okay or a little bit less something like that but yeah i just okay. love the format of the show like a bunch of shit happens and then you slowly get the backstory of each character that's slowly revealed throughout the whole season it's just it's really well done man that's how i just watched um little fires everywhere okay and that's kind of how they did it was it gave you this like threw you into it and then it's slowly each episode you got a backstory of why this person is the way they are. And you're like, holy fuck. It keeps your that's, interest that's in it. That's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Well, the one that I just started watching, you start watching a little bit of it too, that I'm a little late on, is I just finally started watching the apocalypse season of American Horror Story. 
Oh, okay. And have you watched any of those? I watched sporadically here and there the oh. the freak show one. Oh yeah, okay. okay. And the uh, is it Coven? That the mm. one about the witches, like in in New Orleans or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah I saw parts of that that one. Yeah, unfortunately, this is not a show you can only watch little bits and pieces yeah, of. No, it's especially it, this season. And yeah. then this season is awesome because it really kind of ends a whole. Because this is what the eighth season, um, and it really kind of ends the whole thing they've sort of been building up since mm. the first season of Murder House, because there was Murder House, Asylum, Coven, Freak Show. Hotel, Roanoke, Cult, and now Apocalypse. And this one especially ties in with Coven heavily, heavily. This is basically a sequel Mm. to Coven. But it also very directly ties in with events that happened at the very beginning in Murder House. And even like a little bit of other stuff too, like having to do with um, Hotel and stuff like that. Like this show has been one of those shows where... Just kind of like when we talked about the first season of Picard and all that stuff. It's another one of those ones where I watch it and I'm like, all right, I'm going to give this a chance. And I go through, there's how, however many episodes. You know what I'm going to say, yeah, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you get through, say if there's 10 episodes, you get through and you get to like episode eight or so. And you're like, fuck, this is so good. I'm so invested. And then it gets to like the end, the last two episodes. And then they like take this fucking weird curveball. Yeah. Curve, yeah. They give you this left turn, throw you this weird curve, and they do some wonky shark jumping ending, and you're like, oh, man. (laughs) Really? I was so invested in this. And for me, American Horror Story is just guilty of that every Every fucking season. (laughs) Now, that being said, Coven was not too bad. The ending of Coven wasn't bad. My problem I had with Coven was there were certain elements of it that at first I was like, ugh, what is this, like an R-rated version of a WB girls show? (laughs) But it got better. It definitely got better, and it got way more serious and more dire consequences Mm -hmm. and everything at the end. And it, it ended well, but I felt like at the end of Coven, I felt like, okay, well, that was okay, but what was the point? You know, like where it it left you kind of on a little bit of a cliffhanger because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but it's like, you know, the stuff with the the witches and there's like that now it's like this whole new beginning and stuff in a way with them. And there's all this and you're like and just when you're kind of like, oh, well, that would be interesting. I wonder what that how the reaction is going to be to this and when this and it's over. And I was just like, ah, okay. (laughs) this just felt like a big build up up to nothing to an end but now with apocalypse it totally gives that season and those characters purpose because now there's a reason for them and when they are very very important to the future of the world and all this stuff man i'm not done with it yet but of course this is me so i already know what happens i read it all because i am of course yeah, if, if Vito, for you that don't know, Vito loves sequel movies. You know, he loves sequels. Even the p- ones that you people are like, oh, I'd never watch that because it's some bad, like, direct-to-video kind of thing. Those v- are the best. <laughs> Vito's all... <laughs> so we call him Sequel Man. Me, I am Spoiler Man. 
because anything, if I'm going to see a brand new movie, I'm going to watch something on TV and I'm just like, I, I got to know what happens before it happens. I'm just too anxious. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing. This is a TV show. Holy fuck, man. This show is so grim. I mean, it doesn't have any qualms about getting really violent, really everything. The language, I mean, it's very se- grimly sexual and violent and satanic. And there's a lot of like that in, in Apocalypse. There's it's a funny lo- how times change. Like 10 years ago, that wouldn't oh, have been dude. possible, you know? That would not have flown. <laughs> I remember when it was like such a big deal back on shows like NYPD Blue. I was just going to say when he showed his ass on that show <laughs> and like everybody lost their shit. Man. I wasn't even going to say about the ass. I was going to say when they were saying, I was going to say when they were, they were saying things like shit, just saying the word shit down there and everything. So uh, anyway, yeah, that's kind of what I've been like into is the whole apocalypse thing. That's like what I'm sort of starting to binge on and everything. Uh, I finally finished Dr. Sleep, the book. Yeah. What do you think? It was pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, totally. Now was. I want to rewatch the movie. Yeah, me too. And I need like, to rewatch it and compare yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. there are some things in the book. I was like, mm, I don't remember that happening no. in the movie. Yeah, yeah. They, they changed, especially the ending. Yeah. It's very changed. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I enjoyed it, man. It took me four months because I was off and on it, but it was good. Yeah. Very I good. Really enjoyed that one. I love both. What a rare, rare instance. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. it's really hard to pick which one did I like better because. Like you said, the endings are so different. You, how can you really pick one? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I... I don't know if I'd pick one to be better. Yeah. They're different. But they're, they're equally like as oranges. good, I guess. Yeah. Next up is the Institute. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah. I have that upstairs. I'm going to give that a shot next, I think. Nice. This, the, the dome one I keep going on. Under the dome? Under the dome, yep. It's, I keep looking. I was like, I need to start that one. It's like, oh, it's like 30-something hours. Oh, the audio, yeah. The audio book, because I can't I do this right now. <clears throat> I got the audio book, and I wasn't that into the narrator guy. Oh, okay. I only made it about five hours in, and I kind of gave up on it. Yeah. But reading the book was an amazing experience. Yeah, I'm finding that some books I have to read, and other ones I'm good with audio. Right. But the ones I have to read, I, I can't focus for some reason. I, I keep know. forgetting where I'm doing. And I like reading books first, and then I want to listen to the audio book later. Cause I I'm, do that a lot. Yeah, okay. sometimes I, I'm like you where I kind of zone out sometimes and mm-hmm. I don't remember what they just said on the audiobook or even when I'm reading sometimes. But Yeah, I definitely do it when I read too, but at least I can go back. I know where it was. I don't have to go search for yeah, where I left off yeah. at. But I don't right. know. I just have a hard time focusing on a few, like James Rollins. Can't ever follow his. The audiobooks? The audiobooks. I, I, I can't, can't do because it. the narrators usually suck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe, guys. It's maybe important. that's what it is. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I just finished... Demon Crown. I just finished right? Bone. Yeah, Demon Crown. I just finished Bone Labyrinth, the book, which took me a couple of years <laughs> to finish, <laughs> but I was off and on again. But yeah, the next one I need to read is The Seventh Plague. Okay. And then I think Demon Crown is next. And, and then, then I think it's The one. Crucible. The Crucible. And then there's like The Last Odyssey. And then next year he's and got then. a new one coming out. Mm-hmm. And he's got some short stories coming he out, does, I think. He does, yeah. That yep. dude's like a powerhouse, man. Fucking amazing. <laughs> and one of the nicest dudes you can meet. Absolutely. Like, so fucking cool. Yeah, I hope they reschedule this tour. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, you know, do we know, I, they haven't announced it yet, but I'm assuming things like w- Wizard Con, because they just announced, just a week ago, they or so they announced that San Diego Comic Con is for sure not going to happen okay. this year. 
Mm. That's a big fucking <clears throat> deal, man. That's dude. How many mil- tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, are going to be lost? I mean, by not running just that by that one thing. Yeah, <laughs> because so many movies like announce themselves there and the panels, and that's how you get people interested. I mean. Marvel movies, Star Wars movies, all sorts of, you know, video games, comics, all sorts of stuff. I mean, man. And I know they're talking about, and I haven't looked too deeply into it. Maybe we could talk about it more next time as more information comes out. But I know they're talking about doing some sort of virtual online San Diego Comic Con thing. Wizard World did that in one city or a couple cities that okay. were happening around this time, you know? Okay. They just did like a virtual panel thing or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I started seeing that popping up more and more. So yeah. that may be our new normal for a while. Yeah. I even saw some comedians do virtual stand-up comedy club things, so... It's not the same vibe. vibe. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, either. Seeing it live and in person and up close... And feeling the music, yeah. it's it's totally different. It is. It really. And is. even like seeing like the comic cons and stuff like that, and you know, getting to go and physically meet these stars and stuff like we did Walter Koning, yeah, and stuff like that was amazing. And the and experience, the experience, and everything is like that. That it's totally different. Even like I had signed up and I didn't do any of them, but I, signed, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got really busy. <laughs> um, is to these virtual things of meeting the stars and everything. Right. And you you know, you could possibly win a one on one thing with them yeah. or something. But it it's it's different. Just like when we saw um the Picard. Uh yeah. yeah. Eva people. and um what's his name? Evan. Evan. Evan, yeah. They were super sweet. And now I like them even more. Right. I mean it it really matters. Yeah. Right. And also I mean I think it needs to be a nice balance I, between the two. Mm-hmm. I agree totally. I hope we we come to a, a a viable solution and a good middle safe somewhat safe middle ground where people do feel better about going out there again and that these big events can happen, you know, and that you don't have to necessarily be fearing for your life the whole time cuz I want to see big tours. I want to see uh, you know, big conventions and things like that. I want to, you know, I love doing that stuff. I love going to it. So we'll see. Time will tell. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. All right, I think it is about time that we delve into the main topic of squad talk. (laughs) And this is where we're just going to pick one of the main things that's kind of stood out to us recently that's been brought up by people in the geeking squad and, and news bits and stuff. And that has been the fact that just a not too long ago, the Pentagon officially released UFO videos. They don't like to call them UFO videos, but uh, and went on the record as saying that, yes, 
these videos are official. They they're not doctored. They are not phony. And they're you know these are actual uh, videos that are fighters filmed while up in the air and they, we don't know what it is. We have no explanation. These are officially unidentified, although they don't call it unidentified flying objects. Apparently they don't like calling it that they call it. Um, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean they, they the same, the thing they call it doesn't really make that much. Uh, they call it unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah. Do, That's do, better. Do, do, do. Phenomena. Ill <laughs> UAPs. Yeah. The UAPs. Yeah. Oh my God, it's a UAP. You know. <laughs> I got a probe up my ass from a UAP. You know. It was unidentified aerial phenomena, unidentified flying object. It's the same fucking thing. Well, phenomena could be some kind of weather event, it could be. Swamp gas reflecting off the light of Venus. That's a phenomenon. It's not technically an object. That's their workaround, I think. Uh, Yeah. You know? Clever little shits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This footage is not new. Right. This was originally leaked uh, a couple times before. It was leaked in 2007. And then it was leaked again just a few years ago in like 2017. Two of the things were published initially by the New York Times. And then the third time it was leaked by an organization that was co-founded by former Blink-182 singer Tom DeLonge. I think DeLonge left Blink to start this he did. company, right? Yeah. That dude is... Full time. Yeah. Shit. He's not fucking around. He's like, I saw an alien. It really <laughs> fucked me up. I had to quit the band so I could find out what was up with these fucking aliens. It's like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> that guy's something else. But, hey, you know, I don't know. He's patting himself on the back right now because he's like, hey. I fucking told you, bitches. <laughs> me making such a big, like, pub- more public stink about this. I feel like this has made the government have to step up and say something. But Vito, do you want to explain like what it is that this video even entails? Um, so it's a FLIR video, which is a forward-looking infrared. It's basically a camera that can see in the dark on these jet planes that they have. Mm. And it's basically tracking an object that's going, I think, 200-something knots. Or it could be faster than that. I'm not sure. Okay. But yeah, this Navy, it's a, basically a real Navy training exercise that caught these objects on this FLIR camera. And it's been... Well, the government classifies it because FLIR can detect weapon systems that the government doesn't want people to know that we have in our arsenal for obvious reasons. So I think that's why they didn't come out initially and say that this is real. But now they can because there's nothing in there that's actually, quote unquote, classified that people don't want to know about. But I don't know. I guess they're saying it's an authentic video. I don't know. They if are. It's... No, they're saying it's authentic. There's the one video from like 2004 and everything, but then there was one from the the uh, the pilot, the the one that the pilot got back in like 2015. Okay, that's one where they actually used the tracking technology yes. to track it, and he like locked into it and then tracked it the entire time. And yeah, and the thing was like spinning and it was doing all these moves that no piece of machinery that we have should be able to do, and the and the pilot was just like whoa. Yeah, the way they described it reminded me of what I saw that one time. It's like, nothing I know of moves like that. That's not natural. We'll talk about that. Because, I mean, I know I know you brought it up a long time ago in another thing, but, like, bring that up again. Because I don't even totally remember. You don't remember? I was driving home late. It was, like, 2 a.m. or something from work. As usual. 
Yeah, I was doing that all still <laughs> from podcast this time. Um, but as I was driving home, I saw this red light in the sky above me and it was like just hovering there. And then it like disappeared and like showed up like way up here. And then it's like, it's it's like moved all over the sky in all these different directions. And I was like that, nothing I know moves like that. It's like usually, you know, you, you know, you'd see it gradually move along or something, but no, it like disappeared and reappeared Mm -hmm. way over here. And it like did it multiple times in different areas. Like I, I don't know what does that. So it's a unidentified what you app yeah it's a you app <laughs> it's a you app aerial so, phenomenon yeah but that that's what they ex- they described it like that it's like that's what i fucking saw and what's weird is on that video they have um a thing called black i forgot what it's called but anything that's hot shows up black everything that's cold shows up white on their setting that they had on this video and this object is showing up white which means it's a lot colder yep. than the ocean yep. or whatever part of water they were on so what Ooh, interesting what the hell does yeah that? that doesn't make any sense to me because yep. usually an object a plane or anything is going to get hotter as it goes through the air right friction and everything else friction. so why would Energy this and, right yeah. so why would this object be colder than the surrounding areas that it's next to. Because what it's using to propel itself and the materials that the ship itself are made out of are not of this earth. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, spaghettios. <laughs> so seriously, though, that no, I, I think I think that's it. And then it gets all the way back into good old, uh, what's old boy? Bob Lazar? Yeah, Bob Lazar. Mm-hmm. And his, 115. And, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, that's, He was proven right, eventually. He was, he was yeah. Like, See, just like, just like our Blink-182 guy. Yep. He's like, I was told you, I told you, so there's some glimmer of truth there, and then Bob Lazar has some glimmer of truth. Like, well, are they telling all the truth then? Do we yeah. know? No, a lot of people are bullshit artists. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, no, a lot of Bob people. Bob Lazar, I, I don't think he is. I just, man, I so want to believe that these are real alien spacecraft. Yeah. When I was a kid, that's what I thought they were, dude. But now I just think it's some kind of advanced technology that we have. I don't know. Now, it could be from aliens that crash landed here at some point, or we just developed something really fucking badass, you know? Right. Well, that's kind of what I'm... Right. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, that's kind of... I think you're onto something there in that I think that it may or may not be aliens, that alien crafts that we're seeing or whatever, and it may or may not be some kind of American or whomever, uh, you know, technology they're not copying Mm -hmm. to. Entirely possible. But I wouldn't be surprised if the answer is somewhere in the middle, that it is some sort of hybrid of alien technology. I've never been like you i've never been like one of these people that's like fucking aliens like oh man i bet it's aliens and i've always been very skeptical of that but i'm really i'm one of those people that it's not that i'm a non-believer but i'm not a believer i'm more one of those people that sort of like puts things together and looks at things practically and I'm just, and people are You're going, like an agnostic conspiracy theory. <laughs> kind of, theory, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm just looking at a lot of different things that have been going on. And, and a rare instance of, of the government being open with us. Now they're actually acknowledging like, yeah, here's this footage. Yeah, this is all legit. And yeah, we see what you're seeing. And it, it, we don't know what the hell it is. And they're not saying it's aliens, but they're also not not saying it's aliens. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And usually the government just kind of ignores this stuff. It's like this stuff comes out and they're just because they have. I mean, this footage has been around for ages. And I understand what you're saying about, well, they had to wait and prove that it wasn't something that was like important to them. But Mm -hmm. again, in a way, doesn't that almost make it seem like an admission without admitting it? Because if this was some technology of ours they didn't want people to know about, they would not address this the way they did. They would not sit there and say, I mean, what it is, unless they're trying to like, well, if we go tell people we don't know what it is and we really do know what it is, they'll be, I, I don't know. I think that their tactic has always been we just don't talk about it. That's true. I mean, look what they did with the F-117 stealth aircraft. Yeah. yeah. Deployed in the Desert Storm. Well, they had that shit in the late 70s that they were developed plans for that shit. Mm-hmm. And they slowly let out over 10, 15 years. Well, that first video came out in 2004, which was 16 right. years ago, whatever. Yeah. Right. So what if we've already advanced technology even past what was on that film? And now they're like, well, fuck it. We'll give them this one because we're already more advanced now that our enemies won't even know what to do. You but, know, but why say they don't know what it is? Why say anything about they it at, at all? Popped up to the other one. That's kind of my point. Yeah. It's like why it, historically it feels like they've always just sort of we don't want to get caught lying, but we also can't cop to it. So what's the best thing to do? Just don't say anything. So we're not lying. We're not admitting. We're just not even addressing it. We're just acting like we don't even know. So why are they address? Why are they choosing now to address these videos and everything? And then the the one from 2015, especially the more recent one. With the I mean that one. Even when I saw it, I was like, whoa. Because that one actually moves and does stuff the other one just kind of hovered there right right the, the first one right yeah. and i mean that and i think that one and you know for all the reasons we talked about is amazing in and of itself but why why cop to that i just feel like there's all these little nuggets of things that are starting to come out and i'm and maybe people go oh, you're crazy you're paranoid or whatever no i i feel like within the next five to ten years or so we're going to finally have something happen, some kind of definitive, like, proof. Something where it's just going to be like the jig is up. You know what I mean? Like, either that there were ones that came here before or there are ones that are here or whatever. I feel like something like that, like that is on the horizon. Well, if Elon Musk ever gets us to Mars and puts people down there, maybe they'll find something in 10, 15, 20 years and maybe. then it'll prove that... We're not alone, you know. Maybe. You know, who knows? I mean, that's the thing um, they talk about with this the whole possibility of space travel. Because they sit there and say, oh, well, it's impossible for this, that, and the other reason. Well, first of all, it's only impossible when you're thinking of it in terms of human Earth terms, you know. We don't understand. I mean... We have this arrogance where we think we fucking understand everything. You know, well, the, there is no element that could make this happen. It's like... Here, I mean, all the elements that are on this planet came from stars, you know. It's arrogant to think, just like I think it's arrogant to think we're the only fucking life on the universe. Mm -hmm. It's arrogant to also think that every element that exists in the entire universe is here on this planet. And I mean, there could even be elements we haven't found traces of yet. We may not have even gone deep enough into the earth or something. You know, there could be elements that are billions of years old we haven't even touched on or in such trace amounts. Right. I mean, just look at the movie The Core and look what they found at the center of the earth. (laughs) (laughs) Journey to the center of the earth. I mean, look what that fucking happened. 20,000 leagues beneath the sea. I mean, come on. 
I feel like it's more than a coincidence is my point that that all this stuff is is coming out now. I think there was some kind of pressure somehow, some way, whatever, whether it's from Blink-182 <laughs> or whether it's from the president and stuff. Because, I mean, again, I'm not getting into whether you like him or hate him or anything. We're not even going to talk about that. But the one thing is that he had said before he ever got elected was, I want to know what's going on with all that stuff. You know, everybody kind of laughed. And said, oh, well, he's not the first. Yeah, I was going to say Clinton. He's not the first too. one. But the difference is, again, look, they, who, look who we're dealing well, with now. And they didn't you know? tell Clinton shit. I don't even think they told him everything about Area 51. They wouldn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then the look, president doesn't have enough clearance to right, get into. Exactly. You know, that's that's well. But then getting on. Yeah, that's what I was trying to, to look up because I talking nonstop about the show that I watched on Netflix. Right. Finger one. And they bring that up. Mm-hmm. Talking about like. Have you watched that? that? No. Dude. No, you okay. should. I saw a little bit of it. You should. It's about um, following MUFON. It's okay. the Mutual UFO Network. Yes. Or something like that. And it's all their, their like documentation of the sightings and everything. And one of them talks about all the different presidents that have known of some sort about aliens. And I think it started with like Eisenhower or something. Yes. Something like that, yeah. His uh, granddaughter... Um, speaks about aliens and all that stuff. Yeah, so how he like disappeared for a certain amount of time and they found him like way off in a different state. And like there's no, in that time frame, there was no way to get him there mm. in that time frame. Whoa, really? And the, yeah. Huh. And they're talking about like underground tunnels that, you know, secret them away and everything to all these different spots so they can discover, you know, take all these parts of alien stuff mm. and get them to other places without us fucking knowing about it. Right. It's all underground super tunnels and mm. shit. It's, it's, it was really fuck. I don't know how much of it's true, but it was right. really fucking interesting. And they had one um, talk about timing of all of this. I think it was, I think it was in 2015. Okay. That the a space station found this footage. I sent it to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think, where it shows this light orbiting earth or whatever you know mm-hmm. so it's coming down to earth and then all of a sudden it's like it's you know orbiting <laughs> slowly going and stuff like that the pace and then something a bright light flashes from earth hmm. up at it shoots up at it and this thing turns right angle and shoots off oh okay that's interesting because i think they were developing some kind of light um energy like propulsion system where they use light to propel spaceships and stuff. I wonder if that was some kind of experiment that they were doing on an object. Could be. Maybe. Or, that's interesting. Or, I'll have to watch that episode. That's, that's right. really fucking cool. Yeah, a lot of shit like that. It's like, oh my God, this is so amazing. You guys have to watch this. Or, yeah, you watch it, and what it looks like is it almost looks like a missile or something was fired from the surface towards this object and as it comes close, all of a sudden this object is like, fucking, I'm out of here. And it takes off. Like a and bat it, out of hell. And it very clearly changes direction. It's not a shooting star. It's yeah. not a comet. It's not it it very clearly is like, oh, I have to move because this rock and it goes broom. I mean, dude. I don't know if that footage is legit because that hasn't been confirmed like this footage has that we were talking about. Yeah, I, I don't know. Either way, UFO. Or it's the light stuff that we're... Mm-hmm. I mean, either way, it's fucking cool. Yeah. Whatever it's it may be. they're not telling us about. Right. Right. So, you know, Space Force and telling this, this objects and stuff like that. 
Maybe they're playing around with that kind of shit. Here's here's my thing. I don't believe anybody, even the kookiest of presidents, is going to go and not only make but get greenlit in today's day and age a space force kind of thing without there being some kind of reason, legit reason, not just speculation (laughs) and not just I mean when you think of what all's involved in that and it's just so funny that it came about and there was no like precursor for it that we know of you know what I mean um yeah I I remember like 10 or 15 years ago reading an article in like popular mechanics where they were developing some kind of drop ship for marines to get anywhere in the world within two hours by shooting them into space right and dropping them back down right so technically that is a space force but it's not something where I think we'd be stationed in space and using practice drills in space. To and, def- and acting as like space cops. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> space cops. It makes thing- me think of police cops from The Simpsons for some oh, reason. Gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it would just be way too arbitrary for something like that to just suddenly happen and it's weird because it's like they made a thing out of it but then they kind of didn't make a thing out of it like there was a big hoopla about it for like two seconds like oh, i'm doing a space force thing and all this stuff and and everybody laughed at it and made fun of it you know and man and whatever and there wasn't like a whole lot of blowback against it it just kind of quietly went, went away. away yeah but it didn't mean it doesn't mean it went away like it doesn't exist or they ditched it it just means like oh we're not talking about that anymore and it's like, I think they had to make it out there. They had to put it out there. Like, yeah, this is a thing and stuff. But, you know, okay, we're not going to delve too much more. In it. That's all you need to know, people. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need to know any more about this. You'll know when it's important for you to know about it kind of thing. I do think there is a chance that this is stuff that is could be being developed on Earth. It's the government. I don't know what to think. Yeah, that's fair. And it could be a black ops private segment of the government that even the government doesn't know operates with like illegal funding. Yeah. That like is developed. Force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always back to Rollins with I'm this. Back to Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think, but I just I just saw that footage. I got really excited. I know that the one pilot they had him back in November, they had him as a guest on Rogan. Yeah. But all I know is I watched that episode and it was very interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. And that was a guy who you just didn't get the vibe. I mean, I guess he could be full of shit, but I mean, the, they admitted that the footage is legit. So everything, so to me, everything that pilot has been saying in interviews and stuff like that is credible. Mm-hmm. So it would seem. Yeah, I don't, I don't get what the angle is of letting that out like that. That's if, what I'm if saying. If it's not, that's what it is. I'd like to know if anybody out there, because I know I know we have some people that listen to us that are in the Air Force, and I know that we have other people that have had interest in this kind of stuff. I'd love to know more if any of you guys out there, any of our friends at the Geeking Squad uh, group, what do you guys think about this stuff? I mean, I know we talked a little bit about it, but I'm I'm open to suggestions. You know, if if you guys have some. Uh, good uh squad uh input to put out there man let us know because that's what we're here for right yeah yep. the more we're always interested in learning more about the aliens mm-hmm. yes yeah, conspiracies especially this stuff we're all we're all about it well we we could do our show all the time just talking about <laughs> this basically we seem to circle back to it a lot well it's awesome yeah, well, it, it's because it keeps coming up mm-hmm. and I think it's gonna come up more and more that's what you're right that's what I'm saying I'm and saying it too. The aliens will be back, and so will we. 
because buckwheat would have wanted it that way. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for a Starship Troopers reference, but then I thought, no, I don't think Larry would no, go for a Starship Troopers reference. I've only seen that once. Dude. Yeah, me too. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a once a month movie for me. Oh man. Christ! Oh, so <laughs> no, it was good when I saw it. I remember. I just I haven't seen it. In... It's like four sequels now. No, really? I'm oh, yeah. sure there wow. is. Okay. And you've seen them all, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last couple were um, animated ones, not mm. like um, Disney animation, but like that CG, like motion capture. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. okay. It was good. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. What do you suggest? All right, so I think we're coming to the end of the uh, the first episode, the first official episode of the Geeking Squad podcast, presented to you by Geeking Poetic. But yeah, I think, you know, before we go, we're just going to kind of leave on a positive note. We want to, because our, our, sh- our show, our whole thing is about positivity. We, we don't want to discourage people from things. We want to encourage people Absolutely. into checking out things. And we're going to talk about stuff that we think real quick that you should maybe check out. I will go first. I just got done reading. It's a short book, and I only got this book because it was free on Audible. It's an okay. Audible original. And I was like, well, it's free. Why not? I'm just going to get it. And I listened to it. Oh, my God. It's so fucking good, you guys. It's called Midnight Sun by James Dom- Domek Jr. D-O-M-M-E-K Jr. Um, and when I was listening to it, again, I didn't know anything about this book. It's about, it's up in Alaska. And it's this guy, he's going to go check out this story, this backstory about this one dude that, you know, did he lose his shit? Did he lose his mind, go crazy? Um, Is he just evil? He just likes to hurt people? Or did some supernatural thing fuck with him? And that's why he did what he did kind of thing. So he's like, what happened to this guy? What made him this way? And it goes through this whole story and he's doing all these interviews and everything. And he's like trying to get the lawyer and trying to talk to the actual guy. And it was a really cool story. And it, this is the one book I, I told you guys before earlier that I have a hard time sometimes staying focused on audible books. Mm-hmm. And this one did not do that. This one I was like literally driving with my hands clutching the will. I was like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? <laughs> Twice it did that to me. Wow. My mom was like, oh my God, I'm done. Well, how about you feel about you driving listening to books anymore <laughs> now that you say that? But it, this really grabbed my attention and wow. I didn't know reading it if it was a real true story mm-hmm. or if it was like a make-believe story. Those are the best. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was really good and I had to like look it up at the end of it to to even know and I won't say anything because no, no Larry ruin it anyway for myself. No, but. I don't want to. Yeah, well, I will. <laughs> for myself, I'll, I don't ruin it. I don't spoil it for other people. I spoil it for myself yeah. only. But it's only like two and a half hours long, three hours long, something like that. So it's a real short read and it was super fucking interesting and I do highly recommend it. I'm super glad I And the name of it was it. again? Midnight Sun. Like okay. S-O-N. Okay, Midnight Sun. By Domek? By or Dom- Domek or Domek? Domek. D-O-M-M-E-K, Junior. Okay. Oh, he's a junior. He's a junior. <laughs> Everybody knows he's Domek Jr. Isn't that a rat tune? No. <laughs> it's, got, it's got a rat feel to it. Yeah. You see that Geico commercial with yes. rats in it? Dude, with got that, I've got rat a rat pro- problem. They're playing round Dude, and round. So fucking good, man. I fucking love rat. <laughs> so <laughs> I was excited about that. Anyway, uh, Vito, what about you, man? So I just recently saw a movie called The Beyond. 
Okay. From uh, January 2018, um, directed by Hasraf Dulal. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, dude. This movie was one of the coolest science fiction movies I've ever seen in okay. a very long time, dude. Basically, this, I guess, a wormhole appears in the upper atmosphere, and we don't know what the fuck it is, but we decide to send people through it to find out what's going on. But since the gravitational waves are so strong, a human body can't survive. So they developed the technology to upload a human's consciousness into this robot okay. called a human 2.0 to make the, the trip. Mm. And it's just awesome. I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. But right. if you're a fan of Contact, Interstellar, and like the RoboCop remake, <laughs> like you're going to fucking love the shit out of this movie. Okay. It was, I loved it, dude. I thought it was so good. So The Beyond from 2018. Check it out. Nice. Yeah, I watched the trailer. I yeah. was like, I was like, boy, this looks like it cost easily cost tens of hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I thought the effects were spectacular. Man. I was just teasing. I can't. I couldn't. Couldn't really tell by the by the trailer. You know, you could tell it was definitely like a more independent type movie. You know, from the because just because of the way the trailer was made. But, but no, I mean, you know, sometimes those movies can be a real pleasant surprise man you know you're like holy shit i wasn't i wouldn't have expected that because this isn't a big blockbuster you know but it sounds like a really cool concept Mm -hmm. it is yeah it's really fucking cool you guys would enjoy it cool i mean as far as me for like recommendations and stuff um i you you mentioned a movie you mentioned a book for me what do i always lean towards its toys and stuff (laughs) and i'm gonna make a real quick recommendation out there now i've been if you watch my toyetic segments and stuff you know i've been talking about the new retro figures that have been coming out from hasbro for star wars they're putting out real Vito knows because he picked me up a set of them (laughs) um they've been re-releasing vintage uh, Star Wars figures almost exactly like they were back in the late 70s and 80s. Now, here's the thing. I'm not recommending those, although I do recommend them. I think they're great. I think they're really cool toys if you could find them undamaged because apparently, <laughs> boy, oh, boy, I don't know if it's Hasbro or if it's more than likely Walmart. They're having a terrible time fucking keeping these figures in good shape before they ship them out or put them on the shelves for people, but... What I just recently saw and found out literally today that I was like, whoa, okay, that's pretty cool. And I've seen no information about this anywhere hardly is a friend, uh, an acquaintance online posted a picture uh, from his Walmart and he lives up in, I think he was up in like Winnipeg or something like that. So he's Canadian. And he posted a picture of how those Star Wars retro figures just finally showed up at his Walmart. And he took a picture of the display And it was a really cool looking display with all these retro Star Wars figures with the old looking cards. Everybody went, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. But what I noticed that was slightly cut off in the photo, but enough that you could see half of it, is that in the display bin right next to it was nothing but a bunch of apparent reproduction retro 1980s real Ghostbuster figures. Fucking Ghostbusters. <laughs> now, I don't know if any of you know about... Do you remember the Ghostbusters toys from the 80s? Did you play with those at all? Uh, yeah, because I remember the real Ghostbusters TV show cartoon. And, uh, yeah, yeah. With, with Egon and all mm-hmm. them, and they had and Slimer, and, but they had... The, the, the toys the, were super yeah, cool. there was a toilet, like, monster thing. Right, there, right, yeah. right, and they yeah, would... Yeah. And you could make them, like, look scared and stretch yeah, them, and their yeah, eyes yeah, would yeah, pop yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
some of the coolest toys from the 1980s. Those things are apparently they're remaking them just like with the Star Wars retro toys. There's Ghostbuster retro toys. I have looked on Walmart.com. I've looked on all the various toy dealers, blah, blah, blah. Nothing. I've seen nothing about these toys. Now, I did hear a while back a rumor that they were talking about doing this, that they were going to possibly re-release it. And then that was the last I heard. That was months ago. They're at retail, apparently. But I don't think they're at retail here in the United States because none of the various retailers I've seen, Entertainment Earth, nobody's got these things. Hmm. Not listed for pre-order, nothing. There are other really cool-looking Ghostbuster toys that have been coming out that are super detailed that look more like the Black Series, you know, like more realistic-looking action figures, updated, but not the reproductions of the 80s ones. So... That's my recommendation to you folks out there. If you're into that kind of stuff, you know, if you like Ghostbusters or you like and you like you liked those toys and everything, man, check out like your local Walmarts and stuff, you know, and if any of you guys are listening from Canada or Australia or other places where they distribute a lot of these toys and everything, let me know if you see any of these out there. I I'd just love to know more about them. So that's really kind of it. It's I can't sit there and say, you know, this is a recommendation to get it. But, dude, fucking get it. <laughs> it's a reproduction of a Ghostbuster toy from the 80s. Those are some of the best toys ever. So that's my recommendation. And definitely let us know in the Geeking Squad if you've seen that. And let us know anything. Let us know what you thought of the show. And, man, I mean, that's the thing with this. This is the Geeking Squad podcast. We want to hear from you we're a lot of the things we're going to talk about on here are going to be things that you folks are going to bring up because mm -hmm. a lot of what we brought up was stuff that people posted yep. in the squad uh group on facebook so yeah definitely look us up on facebook uh you can find us with other places what's our website <laughs> do you remember yeah it is geekingpoeticpodcast.com yeah you can find everything is can be accessed from there you can find us you can look up geeking poetic on facebook Instagram, Twitter, um, where, of course, YouTube. Huh? YouTube, YouTube, yes. If you don't want to just listen to us, if you want to look at our fugly mugs, then we have all sorts of videos. We do other shows that obviously you've probably heard some advertisements for and heard us reference and everything. There is we we've got all sorts of geeky content. So anything strikes your fancy, please go check it out. We also have a Patreon uh, if anybody feels like throwing us a couple of two, three bucks to help us do this because we're always trying to upgrade and we just got a bunch of whole new gear. We've yep, got sure did. new computers and new cameras and new lights and new, you know, editing software, all sorts of stuff. We're really trying to uh, do this so that we put out the best product for y'all. So with that, I think we close the book on episode number one. Yeah, that's all she wrote, folks. Yep. That is it. So... From us to you, we will see you soon. We will be back in two weeks. Did you bring any fruits and vegetables on the planet? <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> no? Nothing, Megan? What is that from? I know what that's from. Total Recall. I, that's what I was going to say. I thought it was Total Recall. <laughs> <sighs> you guys. It's hopeless. You guys. <laughs> yeah, it says the guy who said, is David Bowie dead? <laughs> right, seriously. <laughs> Fucking don't even want to hear it from you. You can't judge us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> On that note, we'll see you all soon. Later. See you. Bye-bye.